welcome to Tempests at Rest. Ramjack is waiting. Hello, everyone. I'm Alex. Joining us today for the Ramjack podcast is our good friend Brad. Hello, citizens. Hello. And apparently these panthers right beside me. Um, I have to defuse this situation. I have to physically move one out of the way. Stubby. Sorry. My one cat was trying to take over the coveted desk bed spot. Um, I had to put it on there so they wouldn't lay on my keyboard. A little cat bed. Um, so now they fight over it. Because they, they can't wait, like you listener, to just jump into the conversation with Brad and Alex this week. Ramjack. Kaz episode. We'll get back to watching TV. Don't worry about it. Or whatever so else we want to watch. Indeed. Indeed. Guys, we're taking it casual. We're taking it casual. Casual. Listen, listen, we had a, we had a lot to, we had a lot to deal with these past couple of weeks. We had to deal with all the Jackson updates last episode. Yes, yes. <laughs> still, still trying to recover from that. Um, and since then, Alex, congratulations, happy birthday. Um, you are now the same age as the mayor of Jackson is. That's two years older than you. Yes, I I, I thank you, friend. I, I think the podcast. Uh, any well wishes you may have like sent out. I appreciate it. Probably didn't know about it, though, because you can't really send them out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, pre- I'm pretending to be projecting them out, like, as a mental thought, like a thought mm-hmm. in a prayer, which we know is bullshit. But, you know, mm-hmm. if you thought, thank you for being here. Uh, I've already thanked Brad for his awesome gifts that he gave me. Thank you very much, friend. Um, but it really did hit me, again, that the, the current mayor of Jackson is a liar. And mm-hmm. that yeah. he is saying he's two years younger. For what purpose? I still don't understand. You could just say that you're 40 or 41 and you're cool, dog. What does yeah. it matter? Yeah. No, I'm 30. No, I don't know you're, if no, you are, not. man. No, you're not. No, you're not. I want the birth certificate, please. No, I'm kidding. Nah. I don't want to see a birth I certificate. I want to see the long form, damn it. <laughs> Scott Conger, you coward. <laughs> Show us the long form birth certificate. Got a lot of questions <laughs> since so then. Questions. And it is weird. I mean, on it did hit me when I on my birthday because when your Brad's gift showed up, he in the note, uh, the Amazon note that it printed out, hilarious joke after joke uh, about the show, just inside joke stuff. He, but then he mentioned what he said, and it made me mad. Like I was immediately, <laughs> I, I laughed, but then I got mad. New York Times, Scott Camp. We did it last episode. Don't worry, but go back and listen to it. Catch up. If not, you know what's up. Yeah. Liars. What's up, guys? Liars. Stop. Please stop. Turns out our politicians are liars. Who knew? Can't believe it. Can't believe about it. About little shit. Little yeah. things. If he lies about this, what else is he lying about? What else is he lying about? Oh, he's lying about that. He's lying about books he read in high school. I mean, like, kind of wild. Our politicians are liars. Um, Alex, on the subject of politicians real quick. Okay. I know I sent you a screenshot of this earlier, but um, Ron DeSantis has come out and said that the people that are calling for him to condemn Nazis are just trying to smear him. How so? They're just trying to smear him. Like if he doesn't condemn Nazis? Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Ronda Scientist a Nazi? Or does he sympathize with Nazis? Listen, listen, listen. His uh, his press secretary uh, came out two days ago and said, "Do we even know they're Nazis, or is this a stunt like the white nationalist who cr- crushed crashed the Yunkin at rally in Charlottesville and turned out to be dim staffers? I trust Florida law enforcement to investigate, and I'm awaiting their conclusions." Like, did hey, dim staffers do that? I don't. Yeah, that ha- yeah that happened. Okay, that did happen. Okay, yeah. so yeah. You, you, I, okay, I guess sure this happens all the time. No, that was but that was like actually during like an election, and also it was between like a right wing Democrat and a right wing Republican, and like yeah, some people like some. Well, they didn't. 
like they, it was just some assholes pretending to be fucking white nationalists. They had like tiki torches. I don't know like how many of them there were. I think I don't know how big it was, but whatever. But yeah, that was like yeah, that was definitely a thing that happened. Um, hmm. but like liars. But trying to cause controversy. Is, but the thing is, there was like a there was like a reason people tried to do that. Like they were trying to fuck somebody over and make them look bad. Mm-hmm. Nazis were in Florida and in Orlando, like over the weekend, and it wasn't like they were just being Nazis. It's not like they were trying to, you know, it, it there is no advantage. <laughs> like yeah. It, it's not like there's. Uh, it's not like the Nazis were doing something that would make dis- that would ally them with DeSantis. Like they were holding it, up a sign that says "Let's go, Brandon," because they misspelled Brandon. Um, hilarious. And uh, and they had a sign that said "Vax the Jews." Yikes. So like I don't know exactly what the what the scheme would be. Look. It's close to an election. You do some underhanded thing, show up at, at another person's close. convention. It's no, I meant for the other thing in the, in the uh, oh, no. what is it, North Carolina? Or was it uh, South West, Carolina? Uh, no, I think it was- Oh, uh, it was even Virginia. Virginia. Sorry. Was it Virginia, I believe? Wherever it happened, you, you, you do something close to the close to the election at one of the rallies, trying to stir up some controversy. It, it, it comes out later that it's fake, maybe after the election. I understand those dirty-handed, I don't agree with those kind of tactics, but okay, it happened. Um, but as you said, Brad, there's nothing going on right now in Florida. Yeah. And all the things, because I've also saw this pop up on TikTok, absent of the things that you sent me. And these are just Nazis. These are just people just coming out yeah. and being like, what's up? I'm a Nazi. It's our time. And you're like, no, go back. But the thing that bothers me the most is that it is a, it should be a just from the hip, no problems. Do you, like you condemn Nazis, right? Of course. I, I, I condemn all white, like nationalists and Nazis. Neo-Nazis, gross. Pass. Don't come to our streets. And DeSantis couldn't do that? Like, that is a layup in politics. Oh, by, by the way, I just want to clarify the thing about the uh, the, the Democratic operatives. Okay. Um, it wasn't Democratic operatives, like, from the Democratic Party. It was from the Lincoln Project. Ooh. So okay, I, well, that's... Yeah, okay, everything sus about this. I, I thought there was some... I thought there was another twist to that, but I, it wasn't very good because, like, you know, I still, like, I'll, I'll... Like, I'll give it that that was, like, bullshit. But it was the Lincoln Project, which is ostensibly Republicans. Yeah. I don't think... I don't think the Lincoln Project would, would do this now, here. The, well, the Lincoln Project are Republicans. Like, they're... Yeah. They're, they're not as far they're they're pre-Trump Republicans, which still suck, and is almost indistinguishable from like you know right-wing Democrats. So like you know yeah. fuck them, I hate them. Like I, they can all rot in hell, but they definitely did try to make it look like the other guy was a Nazi. So I sorry, just wanted to clarify that yeah. Republicans trying to make other Republicans look bad, blaming it on the Democrats. Cool. Yeah. But it's not, it's not like it was like a, you know a leftist that was out there pretending to be a Nazi. Um, yeah. But these are just Nazis just it's doing Nazis. Nazi shit. Gross. Like in Waterford Lakes, like where where I went and saw the movie Lamb, which oh. reminded me how much I loved the movie Lamb, and I want a little lamb child in my life. There there were some at least racist people, and I don't know if they were related to Nazis. Um, someplace near here, um, I don't remember if it was the west side of Cincinnati. Well, I've seen them in both places. There were some people out. I and it was like two people with signs basically saying things about uh, minorities that weren't good. And they got ridiculed. People would constantly stop and yell at them like, you're stupid. This is dumb. Stop being racist. It's gross. Until they left. That's what should happen to the Nazis. And DeSantis, again, should be an easy. Yeah, Nazis suck.
But listen, hey, uh, Ron DeSantis is said he's the most pro-Israel governor in America, so clearly huh. he's not a Nazi. Interesting. Also, fuck wait, anybody. Did he say, wait, did he say, I'm most pro-Israel, so I'm clearly not a Nazi, or did he say, I'm the most pro-Israel governor, and then just left it at that? No, he said, um, hold on, let me get the quote here. Um, uh, he built a reputation during his... Uh, during his term as being staunchly pro-Israel, and his 2018 campaign promised to be the most pro-Israel governor in America. Yeah. Like, also, fuck Israel and fuck anybody that's the most pro-Israel anything. Israel is a genocidal apartheid state. Fact. That's not an opinion. That is a genuine fact. I, yeah. There's no way around that one. Israel has a lot more in common with the Nazis than it does with the Jewish people. I don't know what's going on in Florida. All of this is ridiculous. I'm sorry, friend. Yeah, it's very bad sorry. here. It's very bad. Very bad here. Brad, I heard a term recently, and I want to know if you've heard it. And, mm-hmm. and we, we all know we're in late-stage capitalism right now. Not to, not to continue the downer note. We have things that aren't right. as downer, I trust. Right. Um, but I just saw this, and um, it, they're calling it decapitated capitalism, or decapitalism. Oh. Are you familiar I, I with have, this term? I mean, well, I, um, I actually, I have a, I have an enamel pen. Um, we, we, we were just talking about enamel pens. I have one. I put a magnet on the back of it and put it on my refrigerator that says uh, decapitalism, and it has a Monopoly man getting his head cut off. Interesting. So. Um, that's a good idea, actually. Just so listeners know, Brad, one of the gifts Brad got me for my birthday was an enamel pin of a booberry, which was awesome. It comes in a little cereal box that's adorable. Nice. And, um... I'm trying to find a place to put it that's not just my backpack. I might have to put it on a magnet. Stick it up on the refrigerator. It's, it's one idea. Uh, guys, listen, if anyone knows what to do with pens, I I, I, I got a lot of pens myself. Um, a lot of them I put magnets on the back and stick them on the refrigerator. I'm pretty much out of real refrigerator space because I also have a lot of magnets. What do you do with pens, people? What do you do with pens? I live this close to Disney World and I don't know what you're supposed to do with pens. So if anybody knows what the fuck you do with pens, please let us know. I... I now that we talk about it, I have seen frames that are mm-hmm. meant to just display pins where it has like that soft backing you can pop them into and it stays. So maybe that, put it, just frame a whole bunch of pins, make them yeah. artwork right there. Could do that, could do that. I have a few pins actually I could do that, but you know what? I might have to get a pin frame. All right, all right. Got to run it by the family first. I mean, it's their house too. And um, we all own the walls. And when guests come over, I don't want them having to be burdened with, what are these pins? Oh, those are dad's weirdo pins. No, it's not weirdo. I told you about Booberry 500 times. Tell the other, I, look, I don't have to get into that on that rabbit hole, but listen, decapitalism or decapitated capitalism is a stage in late stage capitalism where the health of the economy is no longer tied to the economic health of its population. Oh, we're already there. We're already there. But they were like, case in point, uh, we know everyone is fucking poor right now. Like, the class divide is bigger than ever was. Billionaires have made way more money during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And we are not at a, a stress point where it is quite obvious. In fact, uh, all indicators were saying we were going into another recession. Like, we were in a recession, but like another like crash. Started back when um, the real estate bubble that popped, There was we should have gone into a Great Depression. We stopped it, or the government did, by bailing out these large corporations. And that's kind of where it started. The, there were a lot of numbers recently that was like, hey, this should happen again. Like, we should, we should be in another Great Depression. And it didn't happen, uh, because rich people keep all the money to themselves, and they can't stop, or at least not now. It's 
it's not healthy. Um, so there you go. Brad's got a pin of it. It's a word to know. It's a thing to know about. Hmm. It's what we're all already in. Yeah. Alex, I have some good news. Oh, thank you. Thank Followed you. By some I was doing a vocabulary news. lesson here on decapitated capitalism, and thank you for good news. Thank thank you. Yes. Good news and bad news. Good news first. No, why? Okay. Good news, Um, as of today, I'm insured. Hooray! I have insurance. Bad news, I went to pick up my prescriptions today. Uh oh. One of them, my sensors, are now twice as much as they were. Um, Yikes. And another one's not covered at all, so they're gonna call the doctor tomorrow and see if the doctor can come up with another medication for me to take. It's one that I've been taking for like, I don't know, like eight years, so that really sucks. Dude, how is it not fucking covered? I don't know, it's bullshit. Um, they said I could, I, I could, I could get it, but it would be $350. I was like, no, I can't, no, make them figure it out. Not to, not to go into a diabetic medicine deep dive, Brad and I are both diabetic, but when I switched my insurance this year, they mailed me and said, hey, we're, we're not gonna, you can't use Humalog, which is a type of insulin. We use Novalog. I've got this message before as we switch insurance companies, the reverse. But when I talked to the insurance company, they said outright, we do not allow you to get this medicine or cover it without getting like an extra doctor's, like they had to fill out a whole other paperwork for us to start to cover it. So I said, so I could get it covered. It's just, it's not by default. Exactly. I'm fine with Novolog because I used to take it and I had to switch before and it's fine. Like it's not going to, it's fine. So I don't know if that's an option for you or anyone else out there. I just talked to the insurance company and they're like, all right. There's a way you could, but I still think it would be more expensive than it would normally be. Um, yeah. So I'm sorry, friend. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna see what the doctor does tomorrow because who knows. And then my other medication, dude, check this out. They said, okay, usually you get a 90 day supply, but the insurance is only gonna pay for a 30 day supply, and it's gonna be twenty dollars uh, with your insurance to get the 30 day supply. Or if we don't run it through your insurance, we can give you the 90 day supply for twenty one dollars. It's what? it's cheaper to buy without the insurance than with the insurance. And may I point out that my insurance is now over double what it was in my previous job. Yikes! Like I like I am paying significantly more in insurance, and like I my, like it's all fucked up. It's all fucked up. Like I. That is insane. Yeah, I am so I, sorry. I, I have no idea what's going to happen when I have to buy insulin, because like I haven't even had to order that yet. I mean, by default, it's four hundred dollars a vial. Like it's going to be something. Like a, it's going to be something insane. Like I don't. I don't even know. It's so weird. That sucks, man. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's not great. It's not great. Like, what the fuck is the point? If we had universal health care, no one would have to worry about switching jobs and their medications going sky high. Yeah. We are not the only people that feel this. A lot of people do. I, it sucks. Yeah. It's super lame. It's very, very lame. Don't like it. Don't like it. Speaking speaking of diabetic medication, uh, not to just be like, continue, like, it's interesting that we're flowing this easily. Uh, have you heard of metformin? Yeah. Metformin used to control diabetes for a while now, um, but it's caught the eye of rich billionaires. Good boy. Because supposedly it can stave off aging, Brad. Oh, well, I take it twice a day. That's why I look so beautiful. I mean, let me read you some statistics. So, uh, people suspected some stuff. So they did so They did one retrospective study. Uh, this happened in the UK. They took basically just like the history, medical history of uh, 180,000 people, and they broke it up into three groups. People with diabetes taking metformin. People with diabetes taking other shit. Uh, people without diabetes just living their lives. 
And the people who took metformin outlived and died at a less rate than both of the other groups. Um, and the people, the diabetics who took a different medicine did the worst. They died more than both groups of people. But the people with metformin, Brad, the diabetics who are already by, with diabetes predisposed to well, tons of other elements that could kill them, just straight up, they outlived the people that were just normal mm. in these situations. And they're thinking, wait a minute. What's this about? Mm. They went on to do more studies in mice and earthworms, and apparently metformin, there's something in it, they're still working it out, that basically delays aging in mice and earthworms, and it could be doing it for, for humans as well. Nice. But the problem is, Brad, that uh, rich people know this, and they're like, oh, um, we know metformin is dirt cheap. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's like nothing. Yeah, it's one of the ones that's always free at most uh, pharmacies. But will it be for too much longer mm, because the yeah. rich people know that it might it's be able a, a proven drug to stave off aging. Damn. If you're already old, you're already old. But this could help you get, stop you from getting older faster. So the question there is, Brad, if you've been taking metformin for a while, we're both 38. I've been, I've been taking it. I've been taking it for, t for since 2009. So really, you're 38. I'm 38. I'm a diabetic that does not take metformin. Am I really 38 or does my body, does it feel like it's oh, actually? No. Like 48, and you're like a young 32. You're, you're or a 35. You're 38, and I'm 38? Question mark. Exactly. Keep taking it. Hoard it. it I'm just gonna start playing Scott Conger numbers. I'm 36. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what he said. It's like, look, I've been taking metformin for years, so yeah, I'm 38. Wink. Hmm. The centrioles in my cells, you know, they're a little tighter than most 40-year-olds, uh, but, you know, so I'm a 38-year-old, roughly. All that to say, these are all preliminary studies. These are true studies, and these are their actual results, but no one's figured out anything yet. They're just seeing correlations and we're still finding causation. Don't just, don't expect, don't take metformin if you're a billionaire and expect to be, you know, slow the aging. But again, 38 versus if you're a 38. If you're a billionaire, I don't want you taking anything except a bullet in your skull. <laughs> That's what you should take. That's my prescription. Choose caution when you're taking these drugs is all I got to say. Um, this is something else along the, the lines of living longer, but this is a little bit more sus. Mm. If I can just own up to that at the beginning. Mm. Brad... Can sleeping naked help you live longer? No. Uh, mm -hmm. Before you say no, Brad, Already said people it. did studies about this. No, absolutely not. So, a weird way to enter this in, given the study stuff, and again, what I'm about to read you is like, really? Um, scientific fact, when you go to sleep, your body drops like half a degree, like right before you lose, like not in lose consciousness, before you start going through the different phases and you go to sleep. Your body drops half a degree. So people said, you know what? Uh, advocates of this, that sleeping naked helps with your health, say, oh, but if, if you don't wear any clothes at night, you get colder faster. So it helps you stimulate, it gets to that half a degree or more before you go to sleep. Why don't you just turn up the air conditioning? Another fine point. Or, I mean, there's other ways. I, I don't think that's going to help you go to sleep faster. It, it's just a degree. I, yeah. Very strange. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Okay, what else do you have, people who are claiming this? Well, they also showed that, uh, should, uh, let's see, uh, a sheet company in the UK, people who make sheets, surveyed a thousand sleepers. Not as many as the previous study. There was 18, uh, one, 180,000, but a thousand sleepers, and they just surveyed them. 57% of the people who slept in the nude said that they have happy relationships, and we all know happy relationships help you live longer. So... 
First of all, I don't trust sheet companies in the UK, because isn't it like they, they don't use like a fucking sheet in the UK? Brad, they got egg cups. I don't know what the fuck they do. Like, so I've I, been to the UK. I slept in a bed with a sheet, but I don't know what the, the common experience I, is for the locals. Could I, have been like, just for out-of-towners. Because, again, because, you know, I'm talking to Claire on a regular basis. I'm very aware of all these, like, weird, like, a lot of these weird, like, UK things that, like, we don't do or that we Custard. do. Custard? Like, what the hell is that? Yeah. But, like, one of the things I was seeing online on something, it was, like, they don't, like, they don't put a sheet on the bed. Like, it's a fitted sheet and then a blanket. Like, look, no sheet. You gotta have a sheet. You've gotta have a sheet. Sheets required. They're called sheets. I plural. Let me let me order let me order some sheets. Let me order <laughs> some sheet. Let me just order a fitted sheet. Singular. I mean, f- for a long time, you to get a fitted sheet, you had to buy the whole package because, yeah. like you said, it's sheets. Yeah, sheets. I guys, if you're living in a country. Um, that's not using sheets, plural, explain yourself. What the fuck is that about? So... It's trash. Trash is what it's about. You gotta have a sheet. It's required. I, I, I asked the Ramjack community to be, um... You also gotta wear some clothes. Come on, be real. I mean, yeah, we're... I, I, I don't, look, all these claims that sleeping naked uh, can help you live longer, no. It's all substantial. The, the other thing is, like, hey, look, if you if you sleep with a significant other and you sleep naked, we know that uh, the, the touch skin-to-skin contact when you sleep with someone else uh, releases uh, oxy, oxytocin in, your, in your, your brain. It's like, what the fuck? I mean, you could do that with a hundred different ways. Um, this is all... Sleep in whatever makes you comfortable. Maybe don't sleep naked because it might just be weird. Who knows what's gonna happen at night you need to be ready um absolutely you gotta be ready gotta be ready and like i how often are you changing your sheets like what's going on like i don't i I don't trust i don't trust the people changing their sheets enough to begin with i don't know how this is supposed to help sheet people sell sheets in britain other than the fact that no one buys them and they're like look uh you can't sleep if you sleep naked you have to have more than just the blanket so that'll help people get sheets i don't know i don't know i don't know how it's supposed to help them but that's the study they did i ask the ramjack listeners and brad um to be understanding in this i have no idea why but everyone in my family except for me doesn't like sleeping with a sheet they're they're doing it naturally like claire does in the uk or they do for real yes i i hate to say that like i what what's wrong with your family so i noticed it when my son was young he would kick off everything like he would kick the sheet down but keep the blanket up over him my daughter does the same thing unprompted just naturally even when she's asleep she'll do it and i don't know why i'm like why is this at the bottom of the bed my wife does it and i'm like I can't do this. I have to have a sheet. So yeah. basically down the middle of my bed is the sheet folded over just for me to use. Oh, um, I'm so, so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's taken some adjustments. And there have been times where I've had to sleep without a sheet and I've been okay. No, you're not. And it's, you know you it's, aren't. You weren't okay. Right now we have like a really, really awesome blanket. That, what, okay. Um, what, what, if you but other just, than that. what if you took your sheets, just cut it in half? <laughs> well, that, I mean, I fold it over now, so I basically got double sheet. Like literally, that's, that's so what's happening. That's, that's just that's to keep it from getting. It's it's not that great. I like it. No, I'm just gonna. You're right. I'm gonna cut it in half and then seam it and then be like, all right, it's my bed. And the only people who know about it are you guys. Yeah. So I mean, I'm saying there's different people, different sleep styles out there. But right now, Oof. we're doing how they. Most of my my house is how they do it in Britannia. You're doing jolly some old England. Filthy UK sleeping styles. 
good. What can you do? They, they, they come I, to it naturally. I, I, I did yikes. not tell them. I did not impress. That's just what they do. Yikes. I'm so, so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. I appreciate your understanding and your sympathy. Um, we'll get through this as, I, a, as a podcast. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I'm really worried about your family now. Oh. <laughs> Maybe take metaformin. Don't sleep naked. Mm, no. No. Brad, The Lorax is a book that's close to my heart. Okay. Um, it was originally published in 1971, mm-hmm. um, but it is, uh, people may not know this right now in February 1st of 2022. Um, there's a lot of people around the, the country banning books. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's real cool. Real cool. Total, yeah, total bullshit. It's cool. Hey, okay. Um, people were surprised to learn, and I don't think they're doing this everywhere because this isn't really on their banned books list for the most part, but when people were researching books that have been banned, the Lorax was banned once. Um, in California, uh, back in 1989, it was banned because it painted the logging industry in a poor light. So they're like, you know what? We got a lot of loggers here. Uh, California makes a shit ton of money on logging in 1989. We don't want people to question it. We're going to ban the book. Now, transparent, I, you, there's no way around it. Why are you banning the Lorax? Man, we like logging. <laughs> we don't want people to not like logging. Cool. Now, the other books we're banning right now are even more sus from, I would say, uh, maybe even a deeper moral issues given the things that they're doing. And that's gross and horrible. But the weird thing that happened in California, though, is that the, the people who banned it also got together and wrote their own book to combat the Lorax. Oh, boy. It's called The True Axe, Brad. Ugh. It was made to promote the logging industry. Um, God. It's a little offensive because oh. uh, you can read it online, by the way, for free. Yes. Where is this? It is on www.woodfloors.org forward sl- or slash, and then it's just True Axe, T-R-U-A-X dot PDF. Wait, give me that again. Uh, woodfloors.org slash T-R-U-A-X dot P-D-F. Truax PDF. Oh, boy. Written by the logging industry to help promote the logging industry. Oh, no. This is... I'm just, like, just scrolling through this. This is absolute fucking garbage. A warm day in June, way out on Oak Knoll, with my saw and my axe hung up on a pole, I was fixing a wheel on my board-flipping packer when I glimpsed what I thought was a green-crested quacker. I looked to the sky. That wasn't a bird. It looked like a green-crested man. How absurd. This is terrible. This is very terrible. Very bad. Illustrations are also upsetting. He was drifting along, just riding the breeze, when below him he heard the clink of my keys. Mister, he yelled with a, a whiskery wheeze. I'm a guard bark, protector of trees. With one squinted eye, he seized up my clothes, my axe, my saw, <laughs> and my steel-booted toes. This is absolutely terrible. Hello, Mr. Guardback, I said with unease, and not to be rude, I got off my knees. This is weird. He must have been flying for quite a long while. He seemed kind of sad, so I said with a smile, I welcome you here where the low where the low blolly grows and the roots of the shade grove tickle your toes. Stop talking about toes so much. All about toes. Also, mm. by the way, this creature is upsetting looking. Just wildly upsetting looking. When the shrub bird sings and hums out his nose and blue-breasted bard peckers peck out the rose, 
I'm Truax the Logger. I harvested these trees for ball bats and houses and things such as these. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no good. But before oh. I could shake or offer a seat, the guard bark stopped, stiffed, and stamped his two feet. By the way, the guard bark is a weird, like, green, but with, like, a, like a, a plant head, but like an old man. It's weird. It's very it's, gross. It's almost like a Keebler elfish, but its face looks like a, a tree. Yeah. And, and it's got large teeth like a beaver, and it's got two little stalks out of its head that kind of mimics a giraffe yeah. uh, with yellow, yellow plumage, but it's... It's not good. No, but he also looks like a 90-year-old man. Um, yeah. Sir, he said loudly, you are grisly with greed. Cutting a hog bar- hag barks is mean, a horrible deed. Look what a mess your hacking has made. You did all of this just to get your bills paid? No, not at all, I said with a smile. Have a seat on that pile. This might take a while. Yeah, it's going to take a while, motherfucker. <laughs> I won't take a seat or listen or look, the guard barker raved on. He snarled and he shook. He's a, he's made of wood. This this creature is made of wood. Yeah. And you're justifying, yeah, okay, I chop down trees, whatever. Yeah, I kill your kind. What, what? Yeah, listen, sit down for a, a minute. Have a seat. Take- um, let's talk about this. I'm guard bark, I tell you, keeper of trees. Our future, you know, is dependent on these. You must stop this hacking and whacking and stacking. You should not be here. I must send you packing. By the way, can I just point out that this is, we see this forest filled with animals and there's just all these trees that have been chopped down. This is not making him look good. No. Oh, um, now I'm, see, this is badly laid out as well because I'm like, wait, wait, where am I supposed to start reading? Um, <laughs> it whoa. could take a while to get through. I'm, I don't know how much more you want to read. It does, it is, it's like, it's only a few pages, but it's, the text is dense. It's way denser than the Lorax. Yeah. And not as fun. It's, There's no more for... This is insane. This is absolutely fucking insane. I, I can summarize part of it for you. Essentially, the logger says, look, I'm actually protecting Mother Nature from itself. You know how, um, like, lightning can make trees burn and, like, you know, forest fires? Well, if I didn't log and make, like, forest lines and stuff, the whole forest would burn down. Mother Nature doesn't know how to take care of itself, but what I do is I chop some trees down and then I plant some other trees behind it. So it replenishes the forest. No big deal. What, you want me to stop making baseball bats and beds? Fuck you. Uh, what is this guy, Guard Bark? Guard Bark eventually comes around to this guy, even though, again, Guard Bark is a tree person. Um, and he should think all of this is sus. Also, I, no. <laughs> the logging industry, especially in the 80s, was horrific. Did they plant trees? Yes. Did they do it correctly? No. Did they plant enough of them? No. Were they even planting trees in some cases? Probably lying. That's how most of them did. There's a whole bunch of stuff about forestry. We don't have to get into it. I only know about it because, you know, I've recently come into, um, I guess, knowing about it. I just started following sources and looking into it. But yeah, this book is horrible. It's trash. And I'm sorry, but the Lorax wins. Yeah. And we should rethink what we're doing with logging. Which a lot of people have. Like, it has affected the logging industry, I would say, in a positive way in some places, particularly Canada. And some logging companies actually do their due diligence and even talk about, like, the different trees that they plant and, like, I guess the different stages at which they do it. And they try to do it, we'll say, in a better way. It's not perfect, but a, a way that's at least sustainable. Some of them. Yeah. But that's either here or there. True acts, look into it if you if, if you want a good yeah. laugh or a nightmare scenario. Oof, very bad, very bad. Very bad. And that's why, um, instead, now that we're, you know, getting mouse out of the schools, uh, yeah. I got a, I got a, I got a new book that's all about how these cat Nazis actually had some great ideas. 
Really? And it's not going to show all that filthy mouse nudity that no. Tennessee was so upset about. Yeah. I mean, that's where they really banned it because the nudity, not necessarily yeah. because of the, how it depicted. And maybe in unfair light, uh, the Nazi cats. I mean, yeah, Ron DeSantis is doing the audiobook, surprisingly. Yeah. I, he's, he's, he's <laughs> he did it for free. He said he'd be happy to do it. Yeah. Lend his voice to uh, he's a cause excited. he thinks, you know. He's very excited to lend his, his voice to Nazi cats, the book. <laughs> <laughs> it's really why he couldn't condemn them in Florida when he was governor. It's just because he it would conflict with like you know, publishing yeah. and like oh, yeah. They, they, yeah he had a book deal already. You, you can't give the money back. So no, you can't. I mean, you could, but you I can't. mean, you could easily do it. You could stand on your principles and for what's right. But you know, but you, don't have principles. you don't have you don't have principles. You can't stand on them. So we couldn't give it back. True. That's what he said. That's what he said. He smiled at Cameron and said it. Weird. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex, from there, I I, I kind of get something uh, similar here. Um, and this is from a newspaper segment. Oh, um, you might have heard, but it's called Ticked Off. Oh, and of course, as always, Ticked Off begins with "I feel that I feel that it is completely unsuitable for Stephen Passis, pearls before swine, to use curse words in the comic pages!" Exclamation point. This past week, he used the word turd and in the past he has used words such as crap or other crude words how do words like that belong in the comics i have read the comics pages every day since i was a child and don't recall ever seeing such language in the comic strips kids read the comics and the language that mr pastis uses is often unacceptable wow (sighs) what what i mean i'll be honest i don't like the word turd mm-hmm. agreed it agreed. took a lot to even say yeah, it i agreed same much like pouch it's a little bit it hits me weird it's not good but it's not a swear word no or even a vulgar term yeah neither is crap yeah. those are now comically acceptable those words perfectly acceptable words it's not like he said the word fuck which again i wouldn't mind either it's like no, all right yeah it'll be fine swear yeah. words aren't a thing grow yeah. up shut up yeah, <laughs> i know that's not this segment up. but I, it makes me mad now yeah it's crazy it's real crazy I'm ticked off, thank you, that the comics complainer hasn't evolved with the times. C, star, 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 and T, star, 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 curse words, question mark? Crude maybe, period. Nonsense. Crude maybe, period. But where has they been living for the past 50 years? Question mark, exclamation point. And then to write those very words for a submittal? Question mark? For shame! Exclamation point. In 1969, I used the word crap at a friend's house and his mother freaked. Parentheses. As she was a joyless person. (laughs) (laughs) And the awakening for me was when we learned that Nixon Whitehouse used the F word. What? The fuck! Wow. This is such a journey because they started off like talking about how the comics complainer hasn't evolved with the times. Like I, I agree there, but then we're yeah. putting C star 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 and T star star. What are we doing? And then they're mad. They're like, they're not curse words. And why did you even write those words out if you have a problem with them? I didn't. Like, what's your deal? What's your deal? And then we're talking about 1969 when you when their mother freaked. Like, what is going on, Nixon? You learned about you learned about the f word from the nixon white house what (laughs) what i mean if these people live in the reality where they don't fully understand like swear words no wonder people are just so misinformed and don't really understand what reality is i mean come on i 
I almost spit my coffee out when someone complained about language in Pearls Before Swine. Most kids don't know what a newspaper is, much less read the comic. <laughs> they are skewed toward an adult audience and always have been. Hmm. Like, how can you be right and then so weirdly wrong? <laughs> the comics have always been skewed toward an adult audience and always have been. I, I don't think so. Like, no, they haven't. Like... I, weird. My, I always... <gasps> Kids, these comics aren't for you. These are for the adults. Like, what are we talking about? Weird. Very weird. To the person who only buys gas at big box stations. That's where I buy my gas. But at the large station on route on State Ro State Road 436 near US Highway 1792, invariably every pump is out of paper. Every time I go there, we're still talking about the fucking gas pump situation. Ah, <laughs> uh, yikes. Weird. <clears throat> I'm ticked off at one of Florida's favorite grocery stores for continuously packing 15 breaded hot and spicy wings into their 20 wing box and charging full price. I'm sure they are counting on the customer not to notice the discrepancy until they get home and unpack by then, not wanting to return to the store for the corrected amount and our refund. This has happened on four occasions at different store locations, so it is not coincidental. It actually is a fraud! Exclamation point. Each time, I have contacted the deli manager and reported the problem. Yes, they have asked me to return to the store to have the order corrected, but that becomes old and inconvenient to do when my family is ready to sit down to eat. So, people. So, comma, people, comma, count your wings at the counter. Someone is trying to scam us. <laughs> what is this Publix conspiracy where they're, like, trying to, like, not give you all of your hot wings? I've got, I, I kind of want to get home. Sorry. You guys, we should all start counting them and holding them accountable there. Definitely. Like, what's, what's it like when you get that phone call? Excuse me, I'd like to speak to the deli manager. Hello. Hello, deli manager. I purchased a box of 20 hot wings. I'm at home currently. I have just opened a box to find only 15 hot wings. Where have my five hot wings gone? What are you trying to pull? I'm on to you. If this doesn't get resolved, I'm going straight to the newspaper. I mean, this has happened four times. Like, I, I mean, mean, that's kind of suspicious. Like, if you only get 15 out of 20 hot wings, yeah, I guess that would be, like, that's, like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that is weird. There's that, something going on. That's real that weird. I'm also, I just, I'm, I bet you're exaggerating. This, it could be anything. This I has mean, happened we... twice. One time you got 17. One time you got 19. Like, mm -hmm. like somebody just kind of fucked up twice. Like, there's no way that four times you've only gotten 15 out of 20 hot wings. I mean, I was paranoid. Paranoid when I worked at Chick-fil-A as a child, or well, like as a young adult, uh, of getting numbers wrong in nugget boxes. Because I remember when I was a kid at fast food, sometimes it being bad off. Like, oh, I got five instead of six, or I got seven instead of six. But it was it was always sucked. So I, when I had to do that, I was like, I'm getting these numbers right. Did it happen a little bit slower? Maybe. But those nugget amounts were correct. But no one was off a significant amount. It's not like you ordered 12 and you got four. That never happened. That's crazy. Unless I'm just not, what's going I'm just, on at Publix. Just don't know. I don't. I'm not buying. It. Brad, count your count your wings from now on. I guess. I mean, I never buy wings, so I guess. Yeah, that's I don't know. Yeah. Not a wing guy. Not like wings. No, thank you. The local television 
news people insult my intelligence with their stupid gimmicks. That is a sentence. <laughs> local television news people insult my intelligence with their stupid gimmicks. One such co-anchor exclaims, live, in a throaty tone. He sounds like he is vomiting. I like his co-anchor, so I don't change the channel. What? He exclaims live, throaty tone. Welcome back to News Channel Live. <laughs> live. 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 He sounds vomiting when he says the word live? What? What? That's... I, what is wrong with people? Very strange. Hmm. Don't like it. Don't like it. It's no good. I'm ticked off that so many people in Florida drive so horribly because they are allowed to. <laughs> what? What does that mean? <laughs> it means that the police aren't patrolling those streets, Brad. <sighs> They're letting anything get by. To the person Sir. who is ticked off about missing all the gas pump drama. I have a good place for you to park. Go to pump five where that jerk always parks. Should be a great ringside seat. Guys, this has been going on for weeks now. What <laughs> is up? <sighs> yeah, this is weird. Oh yes, exclamation point. We absolutely fucking not. Oh yes, exclamation point, we do need a ketchup flavored potato chip. Hare's ketchup flavored is the best. Unfortunately, like the cracked pepper and sea salt flavor, it is hard to find, even at Wawa. Wish more places, hello Publix, carried the Hare's brand. Hmm. Look, you gotta be careful of Publix. You, you might go in there for a bag of chips and only get like five. Oh yeah. So, be careful. I mean, I, I, I've had ketchup flavored potato chips before. They were cool. I mean, they were all right. They're fine. They're fine. It was not, wouldn't but be no. my go-to chip. Can't no, imagine not, that being your go-to chip. No. That's not these come and go, guys. I'm no. sorry. Ah, uh, it's no good. No good. Uh, but that is, that is ticked off, friends. That is ticked off. Mad as hell. They're not going to take it anymore in Florida. Seriously. This is their only recourse. Taking it right to the papes or the online, um, I guess, recount of the paper. Does this actually get, do, do TikToks gets printed? Do they get printed in a... Uh... Yes, they do. Okay. So it, it does go to print. Cool. At least that's my understanding. I don't know. I, I haven't seen a physical newspaper. Dan said that they they were when he was, you know, still printing papers. So I... You gotta, don't you know. gotta send one in. I... I'm... You should send one in, see if it gets published, and then you should do a, a thing on Ramjack where you read them and you see if we can pick out which one is yours from the ones that you read. <sighs> I guess it's going to be easy because unless you complain about people's waiting in gas station lines yeah. or... I'm ticked off that people in the UK don't use sheets but do use egg cups. <laughs> I'm sorry, what, Floridian? Hmm. Hey. Trying to put some culture here inside of uh, Ticked Off. Yes. I'm ticked off that our mayor won't denounce the Nazis. Again, easy layup <sighs> for a po politician in these United States of America, but he couldn't do it. Yeah. Like, I mean, for real though. That's a real Ticked Off. You know, I just thought, like, did I look? Surely I looked. Yeah, nobody. Nobody's mentioned the Nazis today. I I don't know what like kind of delay we're looking at with ticked off. Maybe it takes. Maybe they're going through some old ones. Mm -hmm. Maybe they haven't gotten to them yet. But surely, like all this shit, like we're talking about, but nobody's mentioned the Nazis in ticked off. Silenced, man. They curate <laughs> these things. Politics does not belong inside of my ticked off. Just you know the Norman, the normal inconveniences. Um, I would love kind to of see of human what beings. Gets, what gets rejected from ticked off? <laughs> I'm ticked off, Jews. <laughs> you know they get those things, and they have to be editing them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's yeah, there certainly must be. Yeah, ticked off, Brandon. 
<laughs> Ticked off Brandon. Well, what are you even doing? God. <laughs> Just stop. Shit. Just say fuck Joe Biden. We yeah. can print that in the news. It's fine. I know you're talking about like the comics and their weird vulgarity, but, but look, it's fine. Just say it. Print the fucking words. Don't just like do some weird censorship and just say fuck Joe Biden. You're okay. Let's go, Brandon. Oh, come on, Brandon. <laughs> I'm ticked off. The Nazis couldn't fucking spell Brandon <laughs> and fucking say it. You're Nazis. <laughs> you're already hated by everyone. No one likes you. You can just say it. That's what Nothing's we thought. Going- that's that's what I thought my whole life, Alex. And all of a sudden, not so much. Not so Topsy turvy down there in Florida. Topsy turvy. I mean. What's God? What can think of Adolf Hitler? Brad, come on. Nick Fuentes. Um, I I think it was because uh, we we you know we had a couple weeks off there. I don't think we got a chance to talk about Nick Fuentes having a fucking meltdown about a, a girl hitting on him online. Oh, I did not know this. Weirdo Nazi Nick Fuentes uh, had a real freak out about uh, a woman hitting on him like on his chat um and he was you know he's, he's, he was mad first of all that a woman would dare um flirt with him um you know noted incel um oh, nick Fuentes, uh because it, 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 uh, he'll flirt with some with a woman when he wants to flirt with someone i mean it, it, would, it would never be appropriate for a woman to 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 like try to hit on him it would never be appropriate i can think of some like the only times i can think of it would be appropriate would be like like in the movie downfall where the secretary where, where hitler's picking a secretary and the, the you're whoa uh, so, sorry what i the your your go-to scenario is like you're hitler I mean, yeah. Nick Fuentes is a Nazi, so I guess it shouldn't mm-hmm. be surprising that, like, his go-to is he's Hitler, and he's picking a secretary, and then it's appropriate for guys. Look. It's real, real weird is all I'm saying. <laughs> he's grasping at straws, and his memory is trying to make it you understand, public. What's what's something, like, just, like, right there in my mind when I think about, oh, Hitler. Uh, yeah, that's the situation. And, I mean, I know that, like, the go, the, like, it's, like, I, it's... It's like too easy a joke, and like I don't. It's probably not good, but it's like I don't. Like you can't see this video and not think is Nick Fuentes in the closet? Like oh, like I mean, he's young. He's young. He's an incel. He's like 24, I think. But like I don't know. I'm, That's gotta. I mean, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I, you, haven't, you haven't seen this, have you? No, I have not. Um, I will say I have. I have some things to talk about young men in the world today. Yeah, I thought. I thought we could, including yeah, incels. So, what part of what you know about me would make you think that I would want to be propositioned by a woman? Much less. Much less. In the super chats, no less. What part of you? Or what part of me would make you think that I would want a girl to say, uh, you know, to, to, to ask me out on a date? I'm not going to be asked out. I will do the asking out. You know, people look at me and they think like, wow, oh, he's like this Alex P. Keaton, like goody two shoes, wholesome chungus 10,000. It's like. Nah, I'm a little bit more complicated than like wanting a girl in a sundress to just lay my suits out and I wear a fedora and smoke a pipe and go, hey, hey, honey, we're LARPing like it's the 1950s. Like, that's just so insulting. I have a little bit, it's called depth, okay? It's called depth. I have a little bit more depth to my character than just I'm some kind of like sitcom character. 
I'm sort of playing an important role in world history here. And the idea that, you know, some, some <laughs> silly girl online, like I'm going to be in direct messages just sort of being like funny and flirty and fun. It's just, it's not, it's not me. It's just not going to happen. Like I said, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of a scenario where it would be acceptable because so, some people say, oh, well, that means you're gay. And it's like, well, no, because it's, well, it's not that it's just it's more the setting there because there's a few well, scenarios no, where it would be acceptable. Setting. Like I said, you know, if it was a girl who was working for me, you know, like Hitler in that movie Downfall when he's like interviewing secretaries like that. <laughs> that's a setting where it like makes a little bit more sense. What? Huh. What? Okay. Even knowing going in, that's still like such a fucking. So I. So this these are clips from a show he did. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, the hard cuts, he stops talking and it rests for a well, second. I, I so think, he goes I, back I, I to say, it a few I, no, times. I think, I think this is somebody that's clipped out these the sections where he's talking about this. So it's, well, even the sections, it's awkward. Like oh, he yeah, stops yeah. and then there's a black. But that means that uh-huh. there's seconds between him starting and stopping. Like the way it's edited, it's like. I don't know. I don't know how it was filmed, but it all of it seems weird. Yeah, I don't understand this. No, this is insane. Like, I mean, it's insane. I don't have time for a silly woman. I'm a part of history here, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. I mean, you want me to LARP like it's the '50s? Is that what you thought? Did she say that? Like, I don't understand like, where that even like comes a, from. Like a real like like she's like a crazy like you know right like this woman was for real like it's uh she's for real like, she's she's a, a she's, she's, she's a crazy far right white nationalist lady looking for a far-right yeah. white nationalist dude. And, and uh, Nick's not having it. How dare you approach me? I'll ask you, you out if I have time. I, uh, I'm a part yikes. of history right now. Like, are you? Are you? Like, I mean, you're a Nazi. Like, you're like a literal Nazi. Like, it's... Wow. Yikes. Yikes. I, like, I don't even... I, that, that's, that's still so weird to me. Yeah, yeah. That was a strange thing. Yeah. That was one of the strangest things I've seen recently. Is Nick Fuentes having a little meltdown. I, I think it's time to talk about something else in the show that's related to this. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I, I talked about, you know, things being more up and maybe not down. But at the same time, while we're here, uh, I had, I had uh, pinned some stuff for a previous show that we didn't get to. And it was basically about how tough men are having it right now, supposedly. So tough. So tough. Real got, tough, guys. Got all these ladies in the chats. So this was coming at me a lot last week, um, where there were tons of people just echoing this around the social medias or just like news sites. So I, I, I logged some of it, and um, one of those places uh, was a podcast done by uh, Andrew Yang. Ugh. You know, you guys know who that is, right? The worst. <laughs> Ran for president, Democratic Party. Didn't make it, couldn't cut it. Mm. Now he's got a podcast called uh, Forward. Ugh. And there's an episode that he released on January 27th. He primed it with some tweets. He was like, hey guys, we're going to do a show about this. Here's some facts that we're going to talk about during the show and oh. statistics. The show's called Why Boys and Men Are Failing. Let me give you some of those statistics that he tweeted out before the show. I've only listened to part of it. I want to listen to all of it just so I, I fully understand what, what they're talking about. Um, but again, men, hard time right now. Young, so let's, hard. Let's, let's focus on the young men right now, Brad, mm-hmm. if we can. Let's if I may. Finally, finally. Because we were young men at one time. Mm-hmm. Things have changed. Well, I'm, I'm taking metformin, so I'm I mean, I'm yeah, still well, there. okay. I'm still yeah, there. you're there. You're still there. You and Scott Conger, like, have fun. But, like... <laughs> Answer the question, Scott. Do you or do you not take metformin? And is that why you claim to be 38 years old when you're not? 
I gotta ask that in a press conference. Someone asked the hard questions. Boys are three to four times as likely to be diagnosed with ADHD and five times more likely to spend time in juvenile detention and are far less likely to finish high school. All of that was said in one stream of text, or, or one tweet, by the way. Yeah. Okay. In many places, I'm gonna put that in quotations, being good at school is considered feminine. So these guys aren't encouraged to actually do good in school, Brad. It's a feminine thing. Ladies, school is your thing. I'm a dude. I just, I don't know why I go to school, I guess. I don't understand this at all. I, like, what are you talking? What? Why do we have to tie anything to sexuality when it comes to, like, academics anyway? But that's besides the point. Yeah, I'll, like, I also, like, what are we, like, all kids go to school. Like, they're, yeah. all, they're all encouraged to do well in school. There's no, they're not. no, like, advent, ad, there's no advantage. Like, I don't see what's the, what, where's, like, oh, you guys are doing too good in school. Boy, you are men. If I'm doing too well in my academic courses, it means I'm not being a dude, I guess. I mean, what What do you think? I'm some Women have time for that stuff. I uh, want to uh, say, hey, uh, hi there, honey. I'm doing well in class today. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact, Brad, 70% of U.S. United States valedictorians in 2012 were ladies. Wait, what was the number? 70%. Okay of U.S. valedictorians in high schools were women in 2012. Okay. That was a long time. That was 10 years ago. Yeah. Numbers only going up, I guess. They didn't... I, it was weird they called this out so far along. Like, if, if it was... If it was... I mean, cool. I, for one, am totally fine with ladies being the, like, more valedictorians than guys. I don't see it matters. I don't think it matters either. It's like, all right, cool. Like, I mean, first of all... Interesting they're, statistic. They're more than 50% of the population. Yeah. So... Like, it should already be, it's at the very least, it should be, like, slightly over 50%. So then we're just mm -hmm. playing with, like, a like around a 20%. But I'm like, I, I don't know. So what? Like, I, I mean, who cares? Um, I, I will say, since women have been, we'll say, uh, downtrodden and stepped upon by culture for a long time, civilization for a long time, I'm totally fine with all this. I don't think it's uh, it not to be discouraging guys or like saying like, "Hey, I, I'm hating on on boys," but it's like this, I, I, I don't know what what this is actually called. You're just reading random things that yeah. sound bad. I just and, like there's no there's no follow through. There's there's an implied yeah, no follow through. There's an implied and therefore, and I'm like, I don't see what the therefore is. <laughs> like, yeah, therefore what? Like, it's good if look again, like Brad was trying to say, population. If we if we kind of balance everything out down to like population densities or whatever, as far as like there are more women than dudes in schools right now, just population wise. Even if we level that out, I think it's good that women are doing better than they have been for the last hundred years since we've been doing this, maybe longer, because it's been unfair to them in many respects. Well, yeah, but I, but um, I mean, that, but that's, that's besides the point. Yeah, that's of all completely this, besides the point. But like, it's just it doesn't matter. Like, why? Like, I don't understand what the distinction is. I don't either. So I actually asked Joey, my son, hey, if we, I, I, I threw that out to him, it's like, did you know that some people consider uh, like doing good in school to be a feminine thing in some parts of the country? Apparently, according to these statistics, I set everything up kind of like a, hey, what do you think? Um, what do you think about that? He's like, this is stupid. Who wouldn't want to do good in school regardless of whether you're a boy or a girl? He said all this without being prompted. Yeah. I have not tried to, I'm like, yes, Joey, you're correct. Anyone yeah. who brings this up, that's stupid. 
Yeah. You should want to do what's good, good in school because it's good for you to do good in school, regardless of what your gender is or yeah. you know sex is. You're good. Also, I want to see like if these if we're supposed to draw any sort of information from these numbers, I want to see this broken down by like socioeconomic lines. Mm-hmm. I want to see this broken down by like you know region. I like I, I, I this is not enough information. I'm going to tell you right now, rich kids are doing better than anyone else. Absolutely. Hands down. And like they can I, fail and still be fine. And again, they got money. These these numbers are meaningless and stupid. They are. But I, I'm just I'm trying to like like just trying to create a generous read. I imagine um, I would say you know even in like maybe uh, um, maybe less um, well off um, socioeconomic areas, I think there might be a chance that maybe if let's say all things being equal, um, if you have a son and a daughter, I wouldn't be surprised if there's more pressure just because of like um gender bullshit they're like mm-hmm. oh well we will we're gonna make our son work an after-school job to help make money for the family as opposed to our daughter that we're gonna you know a uh, baby because you know ingrained sexism and then maybe the son has worse grades i'm just making up a scenario that could account for some of this bullshit but guess what it doesn't even matter and it's not even real so <laughs> i mean and that is the question to ask it at all of these points boys are three uh, two to three times more likely to be diagnosed with adhd why? Yeah. And what do you, like, I, I need to get into this. Like, tell me more so I can draw a conclusion, not just boys are having a hard time. Look, this thing about ADHD, it's like, okay, well, why are they being, is it overdiagnosed? Or is there an actual reason why boys? Is this something that we're controlling for throughout time? Like, to be like, oh, is it just a new thing? Who knows? Same thing with five times we're likely to, uh, to spend time in juvenile detention. Why? Not just because they're dudes. There's other reasons. I, I mean, perhaps we're speculating on some I, of them. I'd har- love to know. Harmo- hormones and just the age, like yeah, like it, like like dudes at that age are like just more likely to get into shit, like because like they're hormonal and crazy, and they're bigger and louder, and also like especially like high school kids, like as as like a dude is getting bigger, mostly like as an average, uh, men are larger than women, louder, uh, like. <laughs> deeper voice it's they're going to stand out more therefore any like anything they do is likely to you know bring down more punishment because it's a larger act in all things being equal like i i don't know again i'm just throwing out bullshit like and explaining like maybe some of these discrepancies that don't really matter because it's all bullshit Brad, let's move on from young boys to adult men. Oh. Because it doesn't get any better for them, man. Oh. And we know this because, well, I'm an adult man. I don't know how old you are uh, with that diabetic medication yeah. that's keeping I mean, you young forever. Mormon's me- got me like a little baby over here. You're always so spry. Mm. I am tired I am every moment of the day. <laughs> me. I did not take it. I'm not taking my medicine. My The true vitamins I should be taking is this diabetes drug. Am I, am I drinking out of a, a bottle of Coke Zero or, or is this a bottle of milk? I can't tell. <laughs> a little baby. <laughs> so, uh, baby Brad, you might be surprised to learn that adult men are also having a hard time. Andrew Yang tells us this. Oh, Average no. male wages have declined since the 90s in real term. Not explaining why, at least not here on Twitter. I understand there's a character limit and stuff like that, but you can do long-form stuff. And I'm sure they get to it in the podcast. Though what I've listened to, the five or ten minutes, they've mentioned some of these points and haven't really delved into that, the reasons why, but besides the point. At least one-sixth of prime working-age men, age 25 to 54, are either unemployed or out of the workforce. 
Now that's a real statistic that I think you can actually put real stuff behind, given... Um, What's the number for women? Well, they, they conveniently don't mention women in any of this. And Weird. we all know that the prime working age for women, 25 to 54, and how many of them were in the working force has fluctuated because of the sexism of society. Um, and I would love to have that kind of like put on a diagram, on a, on a line chart. I, I want to see this in real terms. Um, more men aged 18 to 34 are living with parents with a romantic partner. Because, like, capitalism and, like, it's impossible to have oh, wait, housing. Very true. And we all know that as well. I don't think that's because they're men. Uh, I read that incorrectly. More men aged 18 to 34 are living with parents instead of living with romantic partners. Yeah. I don't know why I put that in there because who romantic partners, they could also be living with friends. So just, like, rooming up. Yeah. They aren't living away from their parents because the economy sucks. We are in decapitated capitalism, ladies and gentlemen. I, I Like, listen, that phrase makes things sound better than they it are. Does. I mean, like, yeah. It, that's that's really no i don't like that i feel like that's no so we good. are in a we are in a form of late stage capitalism and you ain't buying a house oh look it's in, like house prices like again as a person who's hoping to buy a house at the end of the year i i've been looking at zillow lately and you know you can see like what houses what house prices w- were over time like the last time it sold and it's like I, like it's ridiculous <laughs> a house that used to cost one hundred and fifty thousand dollars is four hundred thousand dollars like that's crazy what happened what did they did they how did they flip that the one i was looking at it was pretty they, like it like it was real nice it's really been updated it looked really cool but i Very like nice. still three hundred thousand dollars of updates yeah, that's like, a lot is that, is that really okay even if we're talking about the adjustments for like the recent boom in scarcity i'm just in my mind two hundred thousand dollars more in updates that's crazy i'm trying to like slide it around like houses like houses are crazy like people can't buy houses like the minimum wage has not gone up no. Like, we're, people, they couldn't pass a fucking $15 minimum wage. $15 an hour is bullshit. Like, and... 25, <sighs> low. I, I know it's supposed to be like a like 23 or 24 point something or whatever. Fuck that. Give them yeah. 26. Yeah. They get $30. <laughs> Give yeah. people money. Everybody needs to be making more money except fucking Elon Musk. Yeah. Let's just take all of his money. Come on. It's not that hard. Yeah. Um, almost three-fourths of manufacturing workers are or were men. The sector has lost about 5 million jobs since 2000, the year 2000. So it used to be mostly dudes. Now I guess it's machines or, or more efficient machines that are aided by people. And I, I, I don't, it, this is a weirder well, statistic because yeah, it says, hey, it used to be three-fourths and now we've lost 5 million jobs. It's like, well, what wait, part those, of that three-fourths? Yeah, those aren't equatable things. Yeah, it's not at all. No. Yeah, we used to have a lot more manufacturing. Thanks a lot. Like, you know, fucking NAFTA. Like, yeah, Bill Clinton yeah. fucked over the country. Yeah, agreed. What was three-fourths of manufacturing jobs when you talked about this? Was it 20 million? I don't think so. But I, it, it, to say 5 million jobs lost. Yeah, we've, we've yeah, we're, we're not manufacturing anymore. Yeah, we, we're having right. other countries do that for cheap. Like, it's bad. It's capitalism. Capitalism is the problem. It, it really sucks when dudes have been on top for so long, unjustifiably, wrongly even, uh, in an unjust society that we have. Like, it sucks, but... Like, I mean, it sucks it for everybody. I don't understand why... It sucks why, for everyone, yeah. Like, I don't understand why... What the... Why we're, These guys thought they were on, up on pedestals, Brad. We're see, dudes. That's the thing. It's like... <laughs> we're dudes. How thing, did this happen to us? Yeah. It's like, well, shit's bad for everybody, but because dudes were on top, it's like, oh, it's real bad for them because they were on top. 
they weren't on top. Like, it's just, ever, it sucks for everybody now, but now you're saying it's, like, it sucks for dudes. It sucks for everybody. It sucks for everyone. It's just that you can't, you can't shift the burden of the worst things to other people anymore. Like, it used to be, like, whenever things got bad, well, what we'll do is, first, we'll make sure we'll, ha we'll have all the minorities, we'll have them take the brunt of it, and they still do, and, uh, you know, women aren't even in the picture, so don't even worry about that. But we're we not talking about women, we just got facts on dudes right yeah, now, okay? Yeah, shut those ladies up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> They're and, doing great. There's one thing about them being really good. 70%. Congratulations, Valedictorians. Real smart. Like, and we'll but just, get back to the dudes. But, like, it's just, I, like, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> what do these fucks want? I don't know, Brad. I don't know. Oh. I mean, some people would bring up insults, and it's, it's really easy with these statistics for people to fall down that rabbit hole. And some people would bring up incels, but, you know. Your incels. Sorry, I pronounce it wrong every time. There's, what can they're, I do? They're, I, I'm a guy in the worst times. Give me a break, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to be celibate, but they are. A girl hit on me. Oh, no. <laughs> Why would I want a girl to hit on me? Uh, I'm an incel. Like, I I recently came across so there's a there's a a, a person that I really appreciate their stuff. It's uh, someone in the UK. A lot of UK stuff going on here. Uh, their their handle on Instagram. I don't know their actual name, but they have a kind of a brand that says Cheer Up Love. Uh, post some awesome feminist stuff. Um, but she, because she was posting stuff, got you know targeted by a lot of people in the incel uh, group. So she was like, all right, I want to learn more about this because it was kind of like, it was back in 2018. She's like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to masquerade. I'm going to do some investigating report of my own just to see what these people are about. Um, so she did for like years. And then she recently posted something on Instagram that was basically just like a slideshow. Like, here's some high level stuff about incels that I learned or incels. Um just to give you a quick primer. And a lot of it you know about, uh, as far as like involuntary celibacy, uh, the whole Chad's thing, the Stacy's and whatnot, the whole thing about lookism, which I never actually saw described out, but it's like, okay, I, I kind of knew that was a thing, but just so people know, incels believe looks and genetics determine your uh, success with women, and they call it lookism. Um, they also get into like the blue pill, red pill, black pill, bullshit um black people sound pretty scary and weird but the history all started there was a woman in 1997 uh who made a board that was like elena's involuntary celibacy project and supposedly that got taken over by sad dudes because she was a, she was just another person she made it for other people like hey let's get together let's talk about you know being lonely and single she moved on and guys just kind of a group of people just kind of clung to it's like you know what yeah let's let's make something out of this um but it, there's a subsect of them, and this starts getting toward where I guess Andrew Yang's podcast is saying, like, it's tough times for dudes. It's easy to become discouraged. And a group of incels, and I don't know if all of them refer to themselves as this, would call themselves NEETS. Have you heard of this, N-E-E-T-S? No. NEETS stands for Not in Any Education, Employment, or Training. And they wear it like a badge of honors, like I'm in meat. I live at home with my parents. I don't do anything. I'm, I'm provided for by other people, and I just survive doing my dude thing. I'm in meat. Ugh. Yeah. God. <laughs> As someone who is a father of a child and a guy, I'm like, oh, man. I, I really hope that my son doesn't eventually, like, get influenced by something. I don't think it's possible uh, because of what he said of, like, basically, like, fuck this bullshit about, like, you, you, being good in school doesn't have to do whether you're a girl or a guy. You can take control of that. Uh, and it's good to be good in school. It's not like a feminine or a masculine thing. 
but these needs, sometimes they call, some of them try to go to more of extreme and they get really depressed and defeatist attitudes. They call themselves doomers. Um, it's a, it's a really, I, I, I will, I will say this. It's a really interesting, like a little slideshow. And if you do follow her on Instagram and go see it for yourself, it's, it's one of the more recent things. Um, if you want to learn more, it's depressing though. And sad, um, and kind of scary to be honest. I, I don't know how people, I mean, I can easily see how someone can become very lonely and isolated in these crazy times, um, dudes or women. Um, but I guess don't let that just like, I, I don't know. I, I'll need to listen more to the Andrew Ling's actual podcast to see if, how he brings it around. And I meant to do it before this show, but I, I just didn't have time, sadly. Um, well, but it's out there. God, I've actually, I've um, actually, there's a. It's very hard for men right now, and a lot of people don't realize that it's um, you know, like me. Um, I'm like, you know, I'm like a crypto libertarian, and uh, um, I ran for president somehow, and uh, ran for mayor of New York somehow, and I was gonna be uh, king of space somehow, and uh, um, now I'm just kind of talking about how it's really hard for men, cause you know, um, actually, if you think about it, really, there's a lot of ways that uh, it's really hard, you know, like I'm really rich, and I've got a really s- lot of stupid ideas, um, and people for some reason took me seriously but also a lot of them don't take me seriously and that's really hard Mm -hmm. um so (laughs) it's hard for dudes it's really hard for men right now especially me i'm just a rich guy that's um really somehow against all odds stayed in the public um sphere he one of the other things i remember about his campaign besides everything you just mentioned was that i think he came out for a positive as a universal basic income oh yeah yeah that's that was his only thing that was, that his, was his like that was the big thing his only thing did you hear elon musk recently mentioned it um and one of his things is like guys just so you know it was so funny watching the clip of it he said you know what i, I think and he had just talked about some i think it was the new robot they're trying to do which is all vaporware like they're yeah, like literally yeah never, he was like never done anything yeah he said you know what, what i really think is going to happen in the united states is that are in the world we're gonna have to move toward basic uh, universal income he paused everyone there clapped and he says but we can't get there right now because and he essentially just shrugged his shoulders like capitalism but in a way that's like nah i i think we'll get there eventually but it's good basically gonna take you guys taking me on a billionaire because uh, uh, yeah, i'm not gonna shit. fucking do it and we the, should do it the reason nah, like, fuck you the reason that libertarians <laughs> like that shit is because their whole goal and this was definitely andrew yang's whole thing is like instead of like giving you know instead of having like social net programs to protect people we just give everyone like a base amount of money and like you figure it out like, as we and then we can kill like all social programs and then it's like oh yeah well yeah we don't have to get to disability uh payments anymore we'll we just give everyone a lump sum of money and you guys figure it out no. like no some people like need more than others like fuck off I, and again, I don't care what the United States says and whatever the other country voted with us, sadly, in the whole concept of is food a human right? Because it definitely is. Mm-hmm. Um, but all that to say, you need social safety nets mm-hmm. and universal basic income. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Go like, for it. And also, it should be like universal basic income. Like literally mm-hmm. everyone should get a check. Like that would be, that's yeah. like, that's that's the way it should be. Like, literally, I should get a check. Alex should get a check. Like, everyone should get a check. Literally, everyone gets a check. Everyone gets enough. And if you work a jo- if you decide to work a job, cool. You can work a job and, like, make extra yeah. money. And that's your money. Yeah. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Or you can just hang at home, 
Yeah. Do what you want to do. Like that's Create the thing. Art. Like we're we we're we're getting the thing is we're getting rid of jobs. Like we're 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 shipping them overseas and forcing other people into slave labor to like make money for us. We're getting rid of the jobs and we're not we don't have anything to fill them up with. Our entire economy is gonna become this weird like service industry where it's like uh where we just have fast food jobs. Like it's insane. It's not and no people like yeah. Like, those aren't jobs. Those aren't careers. You can't do that forever. That's the hardest work there is. Like, no one should have to spend, like, an entire life doing fast food work. That's insane. That will destroy you. Like, people do that for the least amount of pay, no benefits, and you destroy your body? I mean, I did it for two years as a kid or as a young adult. I was still in the healthcare of my parents at the time, um, and they had really good healthcare because my dad worked for the state or the government. Um, and I went to school miserable. Not, I mean, I had fun times. Don't get me wrong. At Chick Fil A, it's probably the best fast food place to work at. I, I was supported, I guess, as much as you can in a fast food place for that. But that being said, it was fast food. Yeah. Making that stuff sucks. Yeah. Being in the front also sucks because yeah. you're dealing with horrible people. But yeah. for the most part, um, much better than those back kitchens. And that was at Chick-fil-A, one of the bougier, I would say, fast food experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they paid a lot better than other places. It sucks. Yeah. Give it to machines. Automate it. Yeah. I don't need a person behind there doing that. Don't do it. That, their job shouldn't exist. No one likes it. Yeah. Like pay these people just money. Just give them money. Yeah. Like, but there's pe- people that are like trapped doing those jobs yeah. forever. Forever. And like yeah. your body can't handle that. No. Like that is hard fucking work. Like it sucks. Like again, throughout my life, for every job I've had, like the more I get paid, the easier my job is. Like my job now, I go to work, I, I sit in my office in front of a computer. Like it is super cash. Like it's the easiest job in the world like come on what's going on like why are we, why are the, the <laughs> hardest jobs like the worst paid jobs teachers should be paid more I mean these are all things every grab deck listener knows people who I, yeah everyone should be just be paid basic universal income and do what you want like we need to live in Star Trek future we do you know how awesome would be to live in Star Trek future going on away missions with Riker because I want to mm-hmm. I could stay on earth or Risa and just hang out make art uh, consume media like throw ideas out there live my life eternally because I'm taking um metaphorum nope metaphoramin nope Metaformin. Nope. What is it? Metformin. Metformin. There you go. Or I could be out there in space doing something for the Federation of Planets. Yeah. On a starship. And that's my choice. That's what we need. Yeah. Someone run on that. It's better than anything else that people are running on. Seriously. I can't condemn the Nazis. I'm in Florida. Why do you, you keep trying to smear me? Like, you want me to come out and condemn the Nazis? That's a smear. So are you not going to condemn the Nazis? Listen, I'm not going to be smeared like that. Smeared by whom? For whom? Like, I don't under... Yeah. yeah. Who are, who's smear... I just want... Can we clarify who's doing the smearing and what the smear is? I... I... So could we clarify who... Hey now. Hey now. So could you clear... At this point, does he call the cops behind him? On duty, by the way, paying taxpayer dollars to be at one of his political rallies to go out and silence the audience? Ugh. That was gross. Brad, can we end on a lighter note? Do you have anything else that might be more fun and not sobering, challenging? Let's give these guys something to live for. Let's give them something to, to bring their moods up. Alex. 
Guys or girls, whoever you are. It's just those guys are going through a tough time right now. Let me tell you about something great. Okay. Let me tell you about a month of celebrations. Ooh. I mean, incredible discount. 75 to 90% off um, with all discountable listings. Daily events, weekly events, astral week. <laughs> so there's an astral week within this month. Yeah. And uh, this isn't December? This well, isn't friend, October? Uh, uh, we're talking about Creepy Hollows. I received this oh, 12 hours ago. Okay. A pursuit of the energies, magic, spirits, and entities of the astral realm. Celebrate and enjoy the many opportunities and gifts the celestial and ethereal paths bring to life. The astral realm is, mind blo- is a mind-blowing part of any supernatural exploration, teeming with magic, energies, and life beyond Earth. The astral realm is a mystical sea of possibilities. We are honoring this magnificent realm with a special prize pack, special offers throughout the week. Be on the lookout for special deals with our Starstruck Savings icon, which will mark binding services 85% off or more in savings. Wow. Did you say a prize pack? That's like, right. is there a contest I could enter in to get free um, spiritual uh, boosts and or guided experiences well, um is purchase necessary well yeah well you know there's there's a couple like um you know all orders over 25 dollars um you get to pick which prize pack you would like from would like of our love and paranormal celebration wait so i have to purchase in order to get the uh, well, quote prize it's a, well, it's a free gift on okay. Orders well, you said over twenty five dollars. Okay. Don't use the word prize if it's if it's a prize pack. If it's a if it's a gift, I have to purchase right. through. I mean, we've been over prize packs many times. Um, I think you know how prize packs work. I do now. Thank you. I um, always had to be reminded because because of the word prize. Listen, there's a there's a fifty, there's a one hundred, there's a two hundred, there's a five hundred, <laughs> there's a one thousand dollars. Uh, let's look at five hundred. All orders over $500. After all discounted before shipping, don't try to scheme it. A piece from the magical ceremony as Lara Asser. A powerful ceremony performed at the beginning of each year in order to fully endow supernatural powers upon those who own a piece of the Eslara Asar. Hmm. Only a select few get these every year, exclamation point. When they're gone, they're gone, exclamation point. Full details only to those who receive. <laughs> So this is really convenient for the market of uh, spiritual items. Uh, we do a we do a ritual every year in February, uh, and then we take the object that is endowed with these spiritual energies and then separate it mm-hmm. into 50, 100 items, and then give it to people for free. But it is charged. Yeah. Um, would you like to know about some of these Star Trek sa- star starstruck savings? I was more interested in the Star Trek savings, Star but yeah, Trek Starstruck. Uh, well, Picard. Star Trek savings. Picard, uh, Picard season two is coming out real soon. Yep. Um, we're all excited. Um, uh, if you want to um, pay for uh, Paramount Plus, you can do that. And probably, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I won't do it. I'm, so I'm presently doing it. It's not that expensive. Yeah, they actually well, have a lot of stuff from Nickelodeon from our childhood. All of Legends of the Hidden Temple is on there. And I tried to find Dan's episode because uh, I couldn't remember what it was. And I couldn't look up our podcast because my kids were interested they were like wait a minute isn't that that show that you asked me to watch when i was little and my daughter was like what's this so we watched a few episodes and they were intrigued nice. but i couldn't find dan so immediately i was like damn it <laughs> i'll i'll i'll, ch- I'll check i'll look it up you. yeah I'll- um alex what about a three realm portal to protected and unprotected dimensions within each realm hmm. I'm, I'm gonna read this to you and then you're gonna tell me what the what the market price is and then what the sale price is okay 
This is an extremely powerful piece with unlimited capabilities, which is why it should be bought only by someone who has respect for power. It will come with the necessary instructions to, to access both the protected portals and unprotected portals on each of the three realms, physical, astral, and spiritual. This can take you to any time on Earth, as well as any time on the astral and spiritual realms, to give you one example of many I've had with the binding, uh, the binding I have of this. I used the unprotected portal to take me back as far as I could go on the astral realm, from which my experience, I am going to guess, was billions of years. I was in a meditative state, and when activated, the sheer force of the portal I went through into the astral realm was so strong, I felt the air taken from me as everything was moving at incredible speeds, and the climate was so volatile, I had to break concentration because it took me into what appeared to be a formation of a galaxy. I've also used it to go back into many, many eras of time on the physical realm interesting alex wait so there's galaxies in the astral realm too do they work the same mm -hmm. huh Maybe. i didn't know this i know nothing about the astral realm well it's astral um i alex, mean what do you think the market price is and what do you think the sale price is unprotected portals through both of those realms are already i'm gonna assume really expensive but they're not protected you put protection on some of those portals that's gotta that's gotta cost a lot um, I'm gonna say that, I mean, if this was real, Brad, if this is actually, like, <laughs> I... And, and another, another guess, um, because it may not add up, um, how much off is it, percentage-wise? Interesting. I'm gonna say that normally, because I guess I'm just meditating, right? I can't physically go through this. I'm sending my consciousness or my well, spirit. Well, no, no, it says, um... I can walk through this portal uh, or, like, <laughs> into the past? On, on, um, it says on, unprotected portals on each of the three realms, physical astral and spiritual i mean you gotta protect this from people who might abuse this power i'm gonna say that it's two thousand okay. dollars normally all right what's the sale it's on price? sale what what's the, sorry and what's the sale price the sales price is 125 dollars okay and what percentage off do you think it is <laughs> uh 75 percent off doesn't add up all right alex um original price 185 dollars bullshit it's, There's no way. It's 90% off, which does not equal $17.95, which is the price. <laughs> uh, that 90% off, that would be $18.50, but... Uh, I would get fleeced if someone came asking, telling me actually, about these it's capabilities. It's actually more than 90% off. So uh, it's $17.95. Interesting. Interesting. Must be a glitch in the computer, Brad. I, I mean, I we keep seeing these issues, so I don't think so. Just a really, an intern that's just super bad at math. Um, what about an Astral Traveler Within Me spell? Go on. This is a fantastic enchantment to work with if you want to develop your Astral Travel abilities. This binding contains a blend of spells that allow you to work with your Astral Body for memorable and long-distance connections to the Astral Realm for communication, interaction, inspiration, and learning more about yourself, the universe, and how the power of the... How the power of the whole of time can flow within and around you for better understanding of life in general. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I could just wing it and buy the portals and just do whatever the hell I want, apparently. Or I could do the safe route and get this first. Given the sticker shock of the other one, am I guessing or do you? Yeah, feel, feel free to guess. I was just crunching the numbers and spoiler alert, again, it does not add up this percentage. That intern. <laughs> they are bad with math. 
It's a computer program. It should be really easy for you to just automate that uh, through your sales portal, but fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I, I guessed really high on the last one, so I'm gonna say that this is normally $75, and it's on sale for two bucks. Ooh. 75% off. <laughs> Alex, original price, $175. Ooh, that's steep. 90% off, which does not equal $16.95. Ooh, huh. Equals $17.50. Like, what? It's it's always, like, I don't understand how they're calculating this. Can I get a previous listing of this? Like, I want to see the, I want to say, like, this. Like, like, have we ever seen, like, a a retail, like, a full price on Creepy Hollows? No. This stuff appears out of nowhere. Like, where was it sold for this much? just all made up nonsense. Okay, okay, I have to read this one because I, I have to know. How about an Elvish Nightland spell? Okay, originally hmm. I did read that as Nightstand and I was like, what? Elvish Nightland? An Elvish Nightstand. But an Elvish Nightland spell, which is also confusing. Yeah, not as practical probably, but as you slumber sweetly in the respite of night's starlit skies, already grossed out. <laughs> In the respite of night's starlit skies, this spell awakens the astral body for extended out-of-body experiences where you can traverse within the starry landscape of the astral realm. This elvish spell is a connection for you between your astral body and consciousness so you can experience the level of interactions and connections that you need to further your magical goals. This blend of elvish spells is something that gives you a better understanding of your astral abilities and provides direction for your astral development. Hmm. Spoiler alert, it's 90% off. Wow. I mean, compared to the other things, this doesn't seem as... I mean, it's cool, I guess. $80 on sale for $10. Again, $175, 90% off, $16.95. How was this... How is this $175? Like, wasn't the portals, like, the both protected and unprotected? What was that price? Um, the portals was, uh, $185. Okay, so at least slightly more $10 expensive. $10 more. $10 more. But infinitely more promise mm-hmm. and capabilities. Granted, it's unsafe. So, you know, reckless, maybe. Brad, what's wrong? Brad? <clears throat> I, oh, I I don't like any of this. Um. Oh God. I okay. I gotta take a screenshot. <laughs> Fucking hell. This is not good. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um. Ah. Alex, <laughs> just describe this. What do you see? Let me bring it back up. It is. It did pop up and scare me. And. And then I'll tell you all about this. So what I see right now is an image where there is a silver gray. Uh, maybe a child, because it looks a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. It's running around, no care in the world, as one of its starships looks like it's crashing back down to whatever planet it is, and it and two others are running around, basically like kids would do at a 4th of July sh- like fireworks show, mm-hmm. if they had no fear of fireworks. Mm-hmm. But they're mm-hmm. definitely in mortal danger. Brad, what is this related to? Um, living Entity Binding, co- Custom Conjuration, the Telom, Born in Chaos, Full of Peace. <laughs> that explains why they're tranquil, tranquil while their world's falling apart. Um, okay. Telum are tiny creatures who stand around two 
I can't tell if that's two inches or two feet. I assume two feet. Two feet tall. Um, font is not good here. Um, their bodies are metallic, silver in color, with large slanted black eyes, and have smooth skin, too hot for any human to touch. They live on, on, a, on an explosive planet filled with volcanic activity and physical phenomena not known to Earth, which causes spontaneous fiery bursts in the atmosphere. The Tilum, despite their tumultuous surroundings, are gentle, peace-loving creatures whose hearts are filled with compassion and wisdom. They offer tremendous insights into the universal force of love and the overwhelming power of love-based magic with which they work on a regular basis. They are natural healers and have been known to travel to neighboring planets and provide healing and restorative work. Sorry, Tylom. They're the Tylom. Why don't they terraform their planet? Especially if they can travel to other ones. Too busy loving, I guess. Too much love. I love this planet. Just loving. Faults and all. Mm -hmm. That's what Mm -hmm. love magic is, you know? God, that, I just the image is very upsetting. I don't like it. Yeah, it's... Thank you. Mm -mm. I will not sleep tonight. No, it's not good. Um, Market price... For a T, like for a Tylum? Yeah, for a Tylum. Or a Tylum? Yeah, a Tylum. A Tylum. Metaforminin? I don't, yeah. I, in the, I'm in buying the one of these guys? Is that legal? It's a living entity <laughs> binding. It's a custom conjuration. A Tylum, born in chaos, full of peace. And I'm binding to it. Yeah. Best friends. It's creepy hollow um, shit. Come on. Come on. I don't, I don't agree with this, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming it's going to cost at least $125. On sale this month during Astral Week. For twenty-five dollars, mm. I think you'll do the math and find out that that is ten percent discount. <laughs> Alex, market price two hundred dollars. Impossible. These little guys are expensive. These are the most expensive thing we've seen. Ninety percent off, nineteen ninety-nine. How about that? Huh? How about that? I mean, technically it should be twenty, but like, yeah, I'll give it to you guys. I'm, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Closest you've been yet. Are they purposefully like underselling so people think they're getting a better deal? And they're like, wait a minute, I can do the math. There's something wrong. I need to act now before they realize they're giving it away for, t- uh, for not enough money. No, I think also, it's bad. Also, astral portals to anywhere in the universe, time and space, across three different realms, way more, worth way more than binding with another. Because I could just get that by visiting their planet, right? Couldn't I just visit them? And then befriend one or two? Uh, and that yeah. friendship be better than binding to it? It might even do it for free. It loves love magic. Yeah. I don't what know if I learned to love again with the Tilum? Yeah, but also, like, you know, if you go to their planet, there's all those random explosions in the sky. Like, you're not ready for that shit. I'm not. Like, you better hope but a Tilum portal- finds you first. <laughs> and again, if a Tilum finds me, I'm going to be scared out of my goddamn gourd. <laughs> two feet tall, those body, like, that look scariest thing in the world. I don't like it. I don't like it or at all. Or worlds. Yeah. Realms, I'll say. Ugh. Might as well be two yeah. inches tall. I don't like it. It's gross. Two inches tall is also scary. Not as scary as two feet. There's something about two feet. That's like the size of my cat just sitting down. That would terrify yeah, that's, me. That's, that's just big enough to be dangerous. Have I talked about... Um, I am adult. I'm an, I am an adult. If I've talked about this before, I can't say it again because it is something that for a split second causes a like a shiver to go down my spine. I take my dog out at night. I have a toboggan or a little knitted cap that has the ability to have a flashlight in the front of it. It's attached to it. It's charging right now. It's awesome. Um, 
because it means I don't have to carry a flashlight. I don't have to do anything crazy. It's just built into my clothes. Hello. Amazing. The problem is it's right on my forehead. So I must I must look weird or scary to people like walking at night or like driving by. Like, who is that for a split second? But the deer on the back of my hill, the animals in the forest behind me, my dog will stop and then look up into the forest and just kind of sit there looking like pensive. And I'll put my head up and the light will capture just the eyes oh. of these animals as it reflects back. So I can see like the dark outline of them and these eyes. Oh. And deer, when they're laying down, the dark outline you see is around where their head is. And then it looks like there's just like a, a oh, form no, standing no, there. No, That's no, about no, three feet no, tall. No, 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 eyes thank you. gleaming. I don't like it. And when a family of five to six deer is on the hill in your backyard and your dog looks up and you look up and see what looks like vampires living on just like oh monsters right there on the hill for a split second you go back to being a child and you're terrified and then you're like oh wait this just deer granted that is kind of kind of scary but deer aren't really gonna do anything unless i like threaten them and we're like yards apart like easily 50 yard maybe 40 yards from them and they're at rest they're just kind of hanging out they're fine mm. but still one of the scariest things you can see because it's real like your mind's just like oh something with glowing eyes is looking at me yeah i don't like that until you until yeah logic takes over mm. that's spooky soup spooks Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Ramjack. It's been a crazy casual episode. Indeed. I appreciate you for listening and for being here with Brad and I. And Brad, always a pleasure in this spiritual month. I didn't even realize a month of celebration. So much celebrations. Where's Ramjack going to be during the astral week? Who knows? I don't even know what it is. Is it like the second week, third week of February? We'll figure it out. This is now. It's now. Oh, this is the astral week. Fuck. This is the astral week, friend. Fuck. By the time you guys listen to this, astral week is over. Sorry, guys. But you can always use a portal, protected or unprotected, to go back to it and live it again. Be here with us as we're recording the podcast in real time. It might be a treat. Who knows? Um... You can get in contact with the show. Tell us what's going on in your life. Tell us what's going on with you. What are you ticked off about? Um, Use the proper format. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell us what's going on in your life. Again, uh, go to ramjackpodcast.com. You can also go to the Facebook group. There's the YouTube channel. How are Nazis affecting your life? Hopefully they're not. Hopefully they're just a blip on your radar, a a laughingstock, horrible people in the past. We remember so that we don't repeat the mistakes. Not that we would, because it takes a certain type of horrible person to be a Nazi. All that being said, Mm -hmm. tell us about it. What's up? Yes. Which do you prefer, the Lorax or the Truax? God. I'm gonna tell you right now. Fuck the Truax. God, what? A Fuck the Truax. Lorax forever. And friends, listen. Um, you know, there's a there's a lot a lot of things out there that we all need to be cautious of. Obviously, Nazis. Mm-hmm. Definitely Nazis. Definitely school boards trying to ban books. Certainly uh, Andrew Yang in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say dudes in general as well. Yeah. But I think most importantly, don't, don't trust, trust anyone who's doing that shit. By that I mean like a bed sheet. I'm not talking about like the clan. Just to be clear. Oh, no one thought that. I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know what people think anymore. Because there's like fucking Nazis. Like, there, there's like Nazis running around, Alex. There's fucking not. And people are like, hey, governor, wasn't it bad when the Nazis were around? And he's like, ah, don't, don't slander me. Don't bring me into this. Don't make me so, choose a side. What? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I'm sorry? What? It's a no-brainer, sir. I don't... Oof. Fuck. I mean, I... Uh, what? I mean, I can understand it if it was like, you know, in, in that movie Downfall when Hitler is like, uh, he's interviewing his <laughs> secretary. It's like, what? What? Even weirder. Dude, what? 
fuck? I mean, like, let me just say this. Like, our podcast has, like, practically no following. Like, we, we, we're we clearly nowhere near as famous as Nick Fuentes. Quite true. Um, But if, like, any ladies want to, like, you know, reach out to me and, and flirt with me on the internet, feel free. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not worried about some um weird scenario where i have to be hitler and you have to be a secretary that's weird that's no weird thanks um i will whatever like a little bit of celebrity i have if that's enough to attract you to me feel free to pursue that yeah i will not i will not have a 10 minute panic attack on the podcast trying to dissuade you of such i will encourage it uh, last week we would talked about uh personality questions from the 1930s a personalities quiz and brad answered everything above board he's not mm-hmm. gonna be he's not not gonna look at you weird if you ask him out now feel free yeah he's open to that kind of we all are it's like yeah, yeah why, why would why would any sane human being not be but brad single yeah ladies ladies he's not turned out he, he, look it's not an issue with him now if you're like a you know if you're like some weird groiper nick fuentes fan like Ugh. um maybe i mean look no thanks not particularly interested wish you luck go ahead and give it a try yeah go ahead and give it a try if you like i'm not gonna stop you but like it's not gonna work out in yeah. the long run definitely definitely not gonna work in the long run in it's, the short run who knows yeah. life's a mystery who knows look, uh but it's like you it's not brad it's fine it's just not gonna it's not knows? in the Cars. Who knows? But it's not going to work out in the long run. Yeah. Short term, though. But, uh, but I'm not saying. I, yeah, I, what, never say never. Who knows? Take a chance. You only live once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Step up. It's fine. This is a welcoming space. I mean, what do you want? You don't want a LARP some 1950s thing where I'm like, oh, hello. What are you doing, weirdo? Brad, if a woman came to you on the podcast, look, longtime listener, first time stepping forward because I was invited, would you like to go on a LARP? Uh, of the 1950s, just to me, just to hang out. Like, I know you like the carousel of progress. What if we did a LARP about that? Right? That, okay. That's roughly the same. Would would that be a cool first date? Just getting to know each other. And look, it's a little unfair. I know everything about you, given the podcast and how long I've been listening. You know nothing about me, man. That's like I think that's an ideal scenario. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure off me. Yeah, totally. And plus, it's fine. A LARP from the Carousel of Progress. Come on. I mean, listen, ladies. Alex has set up the scenario. Where are you? This is ideal. <laughs> Why isn't this happening? Why hasn't this happened look, yet? I love the idea. It's right up there with Murder Mystery Wedding. Fuck, yeah, yeah duh. And we'll I get mean, there. Have, we'll so get there. You need to be on board with two things. Murder Mystery <laughs> Wedding, long-term plan. We'll see. Let's not worry about that yet. Yeah. But 1950s Carousel of Progress LARP. I mean, come on. When? Where? Come on. Let's make this happen. I mean, it's COVID time. So like, you know, I, I like details. <laughs> details will be we'll given <laughs> to those who <laughs> proceed. <laughs> hmm. Preferably don't be a Nazi. That's proper. Long term, don't be a Nazi. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> they could change. I mean, so you I can. can change, People can do change. change. Hey, hey, Nazi lady, I could change you. Look, forget about Hitler. <laughs> like, what are the odds there's a Nazi listening to this podcast? <laughs> like, how would that work? I hey, mean, Nazi- given the listen, amount of times we've right. said it, I wouldn't be shocked if an algorithm bubbled it up to them in some strange way. Uh, ladies, definitely reach out. But now I'm reaching out to everyone. We're stepping away from romantic <laughs> relationships. If you're a Nazi and you're listening to this podcast, what's up? What is your deal? Just found it. Just like getting my hate back by listening to people talk about how wrong I am. I guess. Mm-hmm. Guys, like, oh, the hate. You're fine. Yeah, yeah, just let it go. Weird. Very strange. Very strange. 
Don't like it. Don't like it. What stranger, a Nazi finding listening to our podcast all the way through to this point, mm-hmm. or binding the spirit of an alien that looks like a small gray that's two feet tall? What were the Teflum? Ah, uh, sure. I don't have the page open anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Tylum. Yeah, Tylum. Tylum, definitely. That's the answer. Tylum's weird. Imagine, like, you're selling, tw- you're selling, you're selling nonsense for $20 a pop. 20 bucks. It's valued at way more than that. Who's valuing this? Who sets the prices? Is there a way we can get into this uh, supernatural? Because we've talked about, we could easily do this yeah. better than these people by leaps and bounds as far as, like, really selling the concept of ideas and stories. Could we do it with the blockchain? Because that's popular now. And not just NFTs, because we've talked about that, too, which, again, is a, is a goldmine, I guess, to these people. That would, make, that would make some money, I would think. But it costs some money to mint NFTs. Not that they couldn't make that back. Yeah. Is there another way we can use the blockchain for some of this that's free? <laughs> I don't know. Just an idea. Hmm. Ladies, come with ideas. Come with ideas. If anybody knows how to to mint creatures on the blockchain (laughs) (laughs) and wants to help us start a business. Uh, we're, also, we're also reaching out to you. Guys, we've reached out to a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, we've reached out to ladies. We've reached out to Nazis. And we've reached out to people that know how to mint creatures on the blockchain. Yeah. Bind <laughs> them or mint them. Listen, if you're hopefully someone out there is in one of those groups. <laughs> There's one of the groups I'm less interested in, honestly. One way less from, interested in. But, and it's, you know. Brad. It's not the ladies, is it? Just making sure. I know. We, uh, that, that's, that's, that's the high priority. That's the highest. It's the mm-hmm. highest priority. Again, I, again I'm, I'm very young because I'm taking metformin. Yeah. Younger um, every but, day. But I am getting older and eventually I'll be, I'll be the same age as the mayor of Jackson. Um, eventually. But you'll eventually. Get there. Taking your time. But in the meantime. So, in the meantime. Ladies right and out. people who know how to bind or mint spirits on the blockchain. Yes. We're here. Either of those groups. Also, Nazis, we just, I, Nazis, I just get some questions. I get some questions, yeah. Nazis. But like, I mean, uh, but also like, I, I feel I feel like the odds of me running into a Nazi are more likely. Now, not listening to the podcast, but just in my general life, because I'm in Orlando, Florida, where the Nazis just were. Um, I feel like there's a better chance of me running into them. I mean, yeah. So, <laughs> so that's great. So that's great. It's unfortunate, just but you know. Yeah. Be careful. Great world. Great world we're living in. Love it. Loving this. Whew. Happy holidays. Oh, it's not even the holidays. <laughs> mm. Oh, fuck. Mm. Huh. It's February. No. Oh. Chinese New Year, right? Hey. There you go. Happy Chinese holidays. Happy Chinese holidays. <laughs> I mean, I dare say from my understanding of many of your viewpoints, you also promote like the way of interacting with women. And I go, have you been in a relationship with a woman? No. So how are you telling other people how to behave towards women when you yourself have not had any actual physical, you know, interaction with them in a romantic capacity or in fact, in any capacity where you, you know, uphold them in a way that treats them with respect? I mean, if if you're out here arguing that women are basically half the value of, well, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, in fact, because that's not right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you are looking to some other regimes around the world that do think that women are half the value of a man, I have to question what kind of a person who's had no experience with women is in a position to, to, you know, basically promote these ideas. Well, I'm having an experience with a woman right now. <laughs> and I've had lots of experiences with women in my life, not not romantically per se, but you know, I've I've talked to enough women. I've been in, you know, I've known enough women to know sort of what's going on. And I think any man who is observant enough, and honestly, you know, like I said, we could go back to great geniuses. We could go back to people that have been in relationships. Like a perfect example is like the pickup artists. You know, have you ever noticed that pickup artists who have the most relationships with women and the most sex 
they what they say is that really with women, it's the same bag of tricks uh, to seduce a woman or whatever. And I think that kind of tells you something about the nature of women, that, you know, you go from woman to woman, and it's the same kind of like little tricks, little things you could say or whatever to kind of hack them and whatever. And I think that kind of says all about their nature. So What you does it say about our nature? Well, it says that, um, you know, they're not fully rational. I don't believe that like men, they possess a sort of full rationality. Um, I think that... Uh, rationality towards what specifically? Rationality just, just entirely, generally. sort of objective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they're capable of that. I think that, you know, a male has a real impersonal sense of rationality and reason. I think that a female sense is far more personal. And you know, that derives from the fact that women are made to bear children. You know, women are made with their wombs to bear children. And so I think their whole consciousness is basically, it's wrapped up, it's bound up in this idea that they've got to carry a child and then raise a child. And I think that their the impersonality, rationality, objectivity suffers from this.